Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Right Bench Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm James. This is going to be our NFL, NBA episode, sorry, NBA episode, episode 15. We're in our 16th week, nearing the end of season one. It's been a ride, man. And season two is going to come with a lot of upgrades, you know. Um, we're starting to prepare for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but let's get into our NBA, starting with around the association. I'll go first with probably the biggest thing of the week. There's a lot of big things. Huge week in the association. It was a, it was a crazy. Oh, one of the big things, um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid casually dropped 70 against Victor Webanyama, who isn't like a horrible defender, but Wemby is just getting pushed around here. And it, that's should alert Wemby. Like he needs to get bigger and get in the weight room a little more and get bigger because he can't keep getting pushed around. Because if he gets a little bigger, then he'll be able to stand with anyone in the league defensively. Um, but yeah, this is a great achievement for Embiid. Um, Crazy. I mean, you got anything about it? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, I mean, I, it was a franchise record. He passed Wilt for the most points in 76ers history in a game, and it was a personal uh, <laughs> high for him, obviously. Um, going into the fourth, he said, and I quote, let's just play basketball. If, if not, just make the right play. Uh, that shows – I don't think his teammates. What did you say? I don't think his teammates were agreeing with that too much. Yeah, no, I think they were just like, yeah, you're you're cooking right now. Let's just feed you the ball. Um, but besides, that's a lot of humbleness and a lot of selflessness. So I thought that was very impressive. But, yeah, they, they tried everything. They sent Wimby at him. They sent Jer- Jeremy Sochan at him. Um, they even bounced at him at one point, and just no one could stop him. <laughs> it, was, it was She just yeah. had it. Yep, and we had actually another big point performance this week also. It's Carl Anthony Towns dropping 62 and a loss versus the Hornets of all teams. <laughs> you're like, you shouldn't. Like, oh my God, this is crazy. So, your best player dropped 62 points against one of the worst teams in basketball, and you would lose. Hey, what is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. The coach wasn't too happy about it either. I'm blanking on his name, but Chris Finch. Um, Chris Finch, yeah. He um, he was really not happy after this game. Says it was just immature basketball to keep feeding cat the ball. Um, and just really didn't like it. So you have anything on that? Yes. It, here's the exact quote: "A disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball." The Towns reporter also asked him, um, "Was Carl Anthony Towns stat chasing or stat?" Or putting up stats. Um, stat padding? Yes, stat padding. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Um, and, and his coach said, yes, for sure. Don't like this from Chris Finch at all. Distrust in your players. This dude just dropped 62, a career high. Amazing night for the Timberwolves organization. I understand that you lost. But he also set a record for having 44 in the first half. He's the only blown out by the Hornets. Which have been even worse. He didn't even give him. He didn't even give Cat his flowers. Especially performance in defense, which I can agree, he played very bad defense. But offensively, he was amazing. He's the reason y'all were in this. Well, I'm gonna partly disagree with you because if I'm Chris Finch, I'm not doing something much different. You just lost to a horrible team, and you were clearly seeing your players try to stat pad Cat. Who was struggling in the second half? Only 18 points. So, 
you're going to – so they probably wasted at least five, ten possessions just trying to stat pad Cat. It wasn't working as well as it did in the first half, obviously. So now you're just playing immature, selfish basketball and trying to get your teammate to a high point total. And he's clearly not scoring at the moment. Go win the game. Make that extra pass. Get the guys open. And make the plays to win the game. At the end, they're not going to put you in the playoffs because your player has scored a lot of points. They're going to put you in the playoffs because you won games. And this is a game you have to win. Yeah, you, but you also got to understand the situation. I totally agree with you that their teammates were not taking shots that they probably should have. They were just trying to beat it to Carl Anthony Towns. But you got to understand um, they weren't shooting well from three besides Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, so you just you do have to understand the situation, how their team was. And they just – that was what they knew because Edwards is their number two and he couldn't shoot that night. Rudy Gobert is always putrid on offense. So, I, I mean, it's just – I understand where the coach is coming from, but I don't like doing it out loud to the media. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't have done going to the extent that he did, but I would have laid into him a little bit um, in that press conference probably. Yeah. If I was a coach, I would have laid into him, but not that hard. I also would have given Cat his flowers. But at the point, you have to – the players have to understand in the second half we're trying to stat pad cat, but it's not working. It's not. Yeah. He's only got like 10, 12 points in this half. We have to go win the game now. We have to stop worrying about that. So there's a point in which they had to have stopped and go win the game, which they would have, could have easily done if they tried. Yeah, for sure. I agree. All right. Um, you got something for us? Yeah. So I do want to say that Embiid dropped 70 against the Spurs. Cat dropped 62 in the exact same night on Monday night. This both happened on Monday night. And then later in the evening, Suns versus Bulls. No one thinks this is a good game. The Suns are getting blown out. Um, the highest lead was 23. DeMar DeRozan was cooking in this game. 23. And Kevin Durant hits a game winner. Uh, it's it's an amazing game winner if you'll watch it. He double pump fakes in the air to get the ball away from Alex Crusoe, who played very good defense. Um, but Katie got open on a back cut. Double pumps in the air and nails a mid-range shot to win. Um, they come down 23. They they come down. They come back down 23 and advance to a seven-game win streak. Yeah, I saw this shot once actually. It was really impressive. Um, Very impressive. Yeah, I thought I I was like wow right when I saw that. Um, and it, it, uh, sorry, in Kevin Durant's interview after the game. He was, he was like, you can talk about it, but his shock when he heard a D drop 70 was crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, that was fun. But that um, all the crazy part to me. Yeah. That all these three things happening in the same night on Monday night at the beginning of the week. Yeah, so, I mean, you're going to talk about your team a little bit. Uh, let me talk about mine because uh, the New Orleans Pelicans put up a franchise record. And points 153 points on the Utah Jazz. Um, and this was just incredible. I saw, um, I would say most of this game. I probably picked up, I think I picked up right before halftime. And let me tell you, CJ McCollum wasn't missing. He probably, yeah, I, I he watched had, the highlights. He was, he was like six for six. He was like six for six when three before I even tuned in. And he was like, he kept hitting them. I mean, it was crazy. And I mean, so he was the guy on the heater in this game. Uh, a few other guys played good, and it really didn't look like we were going to hit 150 towards the end. But our 
because it was started to go in trash time and we were like one thirty five with four minutes to go. Like, eh, I don't know. But these guys, um, like Trey Murphy, especially in these last few minutes, played really well on offense. So I was cool. Um, franchise record there. Yeah. Um, impressive. They've been running a lot of Zion at point. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, the upgrade is passing heavily in the offseason. And CJ's become a guy who can just be a catch and shoot. He doesn't need to bring the ball up every time, which I think is very humble from him. Uh, and he stepped up, up his game to just be a catch and shoot player, play decent defense. And... Yeah, I mean, the amount of offensive players, not only at the top, that can have had the versatility that they do, they've been Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, especially, and Zion. Um, you have the depth too, the best depth of basketball. Um, absolutely. And so this team could go. I mean, it's tough to see because they're so injury prone. But if this team stays healthy, but they're top ten guys, and even in top eleven, just because Jordan Hawkins isn't here in the rotation, then this team could be scary in the playoffs. I would not want to play the Pelicans in the playoffs. Yeah, the only reason I'm scared. There's two reasons I'm scared for the Pelicans. They look red, but. The first thing is injuries. Obviously, at the beginning of the year, I put all my teams in the categories. I said it. the Pelicans, they can be the number one seed and go 16-0 and in the playoffs and go win a championship if they are fully healthy and playing at the highest level of the scariest team in basketball. But that's not how the Pelicans play, right? They're always <laughs> injury prone. Um, so that's the first problem. And the second problem is Zion hasn't been there before. Hasn't played in many playoff games, and then you've got a lot of young guys in this rotation. So I do think Jordan Hawkins, obviously, your guards are especially – it is it is a little nerve-wracking because uh, they haven't been – That's another problem that I would look at. Besides that, if they can keep their head straight and not get injured, this team's scary. Yeah, I really like what they're doing with Zion, too, with the making a point forward, uh, point Zion as we like to call it, because um, it really opens up the floor. Because you had to put all your attention on him coming down the lane, and it, everything opens up around him. So I really think really like how it starts. Um, but, yeah, that's enough on the Pelicans. Uh, I'll go one more thing real quick. I want to talk about a few of the biggest streaks, win streaks in the NBA. Yes, in the Western Conference, the biggest streak oh, in the NBA is the Suns, sadly, with seven games. In this right stretch, now. they were the ninth seed at the start of this stretch. Mm-hmm. They were the ninth seed at the start of this stretch, and now they're the five seed. It's been really impressive to watch them play. Is Beal back? I think he is, right? He is. Killing it, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that really helps them, obviously. And guys stepping up, like Josh Kogi, Grayson Allen. Um, so it's good to see for, as a Suns fan, as a Pelicans fan, not not so much. But, you know, whatever. Um, y'all are down to lose one game, right? Uh-huh. Feel a lot better, and in the East, got the Pacers tonight. Yeah, that's a tough one. We got the Thunder, so I mean, we already lost. Uh, in the East, the Knicks have the highest win streak, um, with five games, and so OG and OB trade working out really well for them. They've been climbing up the standings, so yeah, good Jaylen for them. Brunson, dude. Jalen Brunson has flipped the entire mindset in the city of New York and Knicks basketball. That contract that he signed that we all laughed at, he's a max player, right? He deserves a max contract. Um, he's a stud. I would genuinely say he's a top three guard in the East pretty easily. 
Um, he's been obviously mm-hmm. his game is not insanely fun to watch. He didn't have the crazy three point shooting. He didn't have amazing defense. Mid range game and his hustle is very very impressive. Um, and he's just he's like I said, he's changed the entire mindset on what they're supposed to be. All right, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, you want? I mean, can we talk about? Maybe not the biggest news this week, but the Terry Rozier trade. Um, talked a little bit about him last week, about how he is on the market. It's 24 points, like very impressive. Uh, he gets traded to the Miami Heat. Um, I've got a lot to say about this, but first, the Heat get Terry Rozier. They get their guy. And the Hornets get an old Kyle Lowry at 30. Who they will, argue, they will probably flip. Um, and then a 2027 lottery protected first rounder from the Heat. Um, this is this is an interesting one, right? Uh, the Heat obviously now they have four million dollar contracts, so that rules out the idea of them trading for a potential star in the off season. Um, yeah, I this I really like this trade. I'll be honest. I do think it comes with some backlashes. I'll get into that in a little bit. But Terry Rozier is a guy who's, it was, he doesn't do a lot much else than he's just a walking bucket, right? He's similar to Cam Thomas. And when he gets hot, he's one of the best guards in the East. Like, he is amazing when he gets hot. Um, yeah, he can high fly. His offensive game is a the reason I don't like this trade is because on the defensive side of the ball, how does this help the defensive cracks in the Miami Heat right now? Jimmy Butler is not playing to the level he should be playing on defense. He's been in and out of the lineup. Sam Adebayo is and Kyle Lowry was arguably their third best guy on this team defensively. Um, he was still an amazing defender at 37 years old. And now you lose that. The defensive cracks in these teams in this team, is hard not to look at. Yeah, um, for sure. I do like this trade for both teams. I mean, you know, for the Hornets, you're going to rebuild anyway. This guy's kind of getting old, and so the first-round pick for him, and so potentially a young guy for Kyle Lowry, maybe another first, I don't know. Yep. But um, I like this trade for the Heat a lot, too. Just, I mean, he's going to fit really well, especially alongside guys like Jimmy Butler, who aren't the biggest regular season performers. So will he average 24? Probably not. But he can um, definitely help this Heat team maybe elevate themselves in the standings a little bit before the playoff time, you know. So I really like the straight for the Heat. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, One note I had, the last note I'm going to talk about on this, it should help Miami's offense, like you said, get back on track. But one thing I wrote down is the Miami Heat have the exact same offensive rating – when Jimmy and Bam aren't on the court as when they are. That shows that Jimmy and Bam are not playing good offensively. Only reason they're even in the conversation to be in the regular playoffs is because of Hame Hawkins Jr. This dude's been a stud. He's been a gem that they found in the late first round. Um, But, yeah, this team needs to get it together offensively even more than defensively. So Terry Rozier should help that. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, uh, my turn to go into the probably the biggest news of the week. I don't know, but 
it's arguably uh, the Bucks fired their coach Adrian Griffin despite having the two seed in the East. Um, I understand why they did it. Obviously, it wasn't a good fit. Um, Giannis, I got Giannis in the offseason was really campaigning to get him as a coach and didn't really work out. And they should have gotten Nick Nurse as the coach. I think that's pretty, um, pretty objective opinion there. But uh. Nick, I mean, this is the guy that was Nick Nurse's assistant when Nick Nurse was on the market, so I don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah. And on, they hired Doc Rivers, who, uh, you know, he's been a coach for a long time, obviously, and I feel like he's kind of, he's really overrated. Like, he, he made out one championship 16 years ago was the time was when he got a championship. Yeah. With all the talent in the world on that team. Like, that doesn't mean much. <laughs> like, I, I could have gone out and coached that team and gotten close to a championship. I mean, so – um, I mean, he's yeah. had success over the years, but his playoff coaching has been really bad, blowing the most 3-1 leads of all time. So, uh, you know, what do you think about it, James? Look at back right the years and second-round exits. He's exited the second round every single year except twice. When he made a championship run, I'm pretty sure an Eastern Conference Finals run in two years before their championship run. But – you got to also think he keeps going to teams that need coaches and immediately getting fired. Do we not see the trend here? He's not a good coach, right? Um, I understand why they fired Adrian Griffin. It wasn't working out. He was running a weird defensive scheme that they eventually fixed, um, but the defense did not look as And Dave wasn't happy with the offense he was running. And then the night before he gets fired, they're playing with with the worst team in basketball, and Giannis is on the bench drawing up plays. There is a hilarious <laughs> video of him literally drawing up a play. He's locked in. He says, go away to another assistant coach. He's writing a play. I don't know where Adrian Griffin is at this moment, but the leadership in Milwaukee was not there. Um, I don't know if bringing in a guy like Doc Rivers really helped, but the one thing that Giannis didn't want was Nick and they, I, I genuinely think that was a mistake um, because he's coaching his butt off right now in Philly. So, I I don't know. I understand the, the fire, but I don't understand the hire. Well, I mean, you got to understand who else is on the market at this point. You know, because Doc Rivers, even though he's not a good – he's not good as a candidate, probably won't be a great coach. There's no not really anyone else on the market right now. I go get so you should. I'd be honest. You sh- yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, there's probably better guys, but not many. We could have – there's a plethora of coaches in the offseason you could have hired that would be better than Adrian Griffin and Doc Rivers combined. So that's what they should – they should have made the right hire in the offseason. Yes. You know? I so also, put them in a hole. I also don't understand holes are in the first place. Like, why? Because they made a first-round exit? First time he's done that in his career. Like, I understand they were the one seed. They got upset, upset by the eighth seed, but Jimmy Butler was the best player in the Eastern Conference at that point. Like, he was balling. I understand that you went out, but Bud was a heck of a coach. He led you to a championship two years before on an amazing run, and he knows how to coach Giannis. He knows how to coach these guys, and I think he could have done an amazing job with Dame. Um, I would have genuinely looked into bringing him back, but they went to Doc Rivers like this. Um, like, just they immediately went there. In the next 24 hours, he was hired, and he was – had a contract and was in the building practicing with him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to do the one seed. Why are you firing him? Like, 
Yeah. Even though you went out in the first round, you went out against the hottest team in basketball. And yeah. it's just – and you got the one seed, dude. It's like, come on, guys. That's just bad managing from the Bucks. Is that all you have? I have a few more things to go through. I got, I got one more thing. Okay. Um, so I saw a clip, and then I went back and watched the actual full game. The Warriors played the Kings. Um, I do want to apologize. We did not talk about how their assistant coach uh, passed away due to a heart attack. Um, the, it was really tough. It was very emotional in that building last night when they played the Kings. I'm not sure who won, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch the full game, but it was very emotional at the start of the game. They had a a shirt draped over his seat. The jerseys now have patches on them, which they'll have for the rest of the season. Trading in the court uh, to signify what he was a heck of a coach. He knew a ton of players. I knew a ton of players. Um, And, yeah, the – the Warriors lost a pretty good guy. His name is maybe because he's from Serbia. It's Darko Darko Milicic, I think, something like that. But yeah, something like that. He was a heck of a he was a heck of a coach. Um, would have gotten probably a head coaching job in the next few years. He was there for the dynasty. He was there uh, for everything. It, it it was a sad moment, but I do the happy uh, part of the night. Steph Curry was mic'd up. And he's talking to the rookie, Podrinsky. But he's talking to him. He's mic'd up. And (laughs) out of the blue, he goes, so you know, uh, probably the best three-point shooter in WNBA history. She, like, set the Mm – made in WNBA – or, like, the best percentage of all time, NBA or WNBA. Um. And he said, what if we go in Indiana for the All-Star game? And now it is genuinely looking like the NBA wants to make that happen. Uh, they like to help out the WNBA with their struggles. Um, and I think it's a really good opportunity for the NBA and WNBA to come together for the All-Star week. And maybe say Steph Curry wins on his home floor and the WNBA invites Steph Curry out to their All-Star game, and there's a rematch. Um, I think that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Kings won that game by one, by the way. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. It was a good game. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I have a couple things. So, yeah, obviously, it's really cool. I would love to see that shootout. Uh, so, I have three more things before we go real quick. Like, just give me an answer or whatever. Talk about it for, like, maybe a minute. All right? All right. Uh, first thing, can the Magic pick it back up? Because they were the four seed at one point and looking really strong. They had some injuries. Now they're down to the eight seed. Can they pick it up, James? Uh, I could make a trade. Um, I understand that this team is very young. I think they'll struggle in the playoffs. So I think you need to get a little bit more veteran leadership. I don't know who's the guy that you need to go get, uh, but I would love to see a, a trade in Orlando. I think I would ride it out this year. Maybe make a small trade, but not for a star. I would wait till okay. next year maybe to get a star. That, I would just ride the shit this year. Whatever happens, happens. Play for next year. Um, I hate next going even getting a little guy like Kyle Lowry. Like, go snag a little yeah. veteran guy. Who, um, Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, like small, maybe, but nothing big. Um, Two more things. One, Embiid is averaging 36 real casually right now. But can he sustain it? Because 36 is incredible. I mean, MJ averaged 37, but I don't know if – anyone else who's done something like this 
He's done so, 38, I'm... almost 39. MJ, dude, yeah. he, she, yeah. he almost averaged 40, bro. Like, that's, I, that's insane. In a full but, season. But LeBron's the GOAT for averaging 30 once. <laughs> like, okay, um, um, you, you think he can sustain it? Uh, I think he kind of team lacks offense besides him and Tyrese Maxey. Um, I think he's got to sustain it, and he might be weak on the defensive side in this last part of the season after the All-Star break, but that's what's going to have to happen. You're going to have to go trade for a guy who's good at defense, or you're going to have to go trade a guy who helps take the load off and beat. He, they, he shouldn't be having to go average 37 points per game to win basket, like, to go win. Like, they were in a dogfight with the Spurs up until the very end, and he dropped 70 in that game. That game shouldn't have... Uh, he shouldn't have to sustain it, but he probably will. I think he'll end up with, like, 34, maybe 33. Um, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. Quick answer. Who gets the 10 seed in the West? Because I think we know the first nine. Who gets the 10 seed in the West? The Jazz, Warriors, or Rockets? I kind of want to give it to the Rockets. I really like their veteran leadership with their young talent. Um, I really like the chemistry with that team. I do think the Warriors maybe missed the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm going to tentatively say the Jazz. I think any of them all of them have a chance, though. And yep. none of them will get past the play-in. The I, reason I don't say Jazz is because I think a couple of their guys get traded. That's a that's a hot take. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I would say, tentatively say Jazz for the moment, uh, but none of them are getting the play-in. So, get yep. through the play-in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's time to move into Gimme Five. Gimme Five. The second one of the series. We did have an appeal to the judges. I did end up with five instead of four because James didn't decide to, James didn't decide to um, uh, say that LeBron and Iguodala were tied. So he flipped the coin, and I got the point. So seven to five, James is winning. Um, I'll start you off today, James. All right, hit me. All right, first thing, new rule, if there's a tie for the fifth spot and you get one of them, you flip a coin. Okay, okay, I like it. All right, um, I'll, I'll hit you first. This is not NBA. This is not NFL. This is not college football. This is MLB. Getting Bro. Oh. Listen, listen, this is, it's not that hard. That's wild, know. that's wild. I, I, don't, I don't see you doing too well, but it's not the hardest thing in the world. Okay. Um, we're supposed to be testing each other. This is the whole point. It's not supposed to be easy. You shouldn't be putting up seven every episode, okay? So, this is a pretty difficult one. It's not super difficult for an MLB fan, so we'll see how you do. Um, we're going to go top five batting averages from 2023 season. What? Top five batting yeah, averages. Wait, it's not that hard. Range? Like, what's, like, an elite batting average? Like, can you tell me what okay. the uh, first guy has? Like, Okay, the first guy. Is he above 350? Like, no, he was actually on pace to be above 350, but he fell off. He was on pace for 400 at one point. Um, I'll tell you what it was in a second. Now he had 400 halfway through the season, like just under, just before the All Star break, he had four. He hit 400. Then he went on a big uh, slump and never really came back. But that should uh, that should be a big hint on who number one is. That is like it was 326 helpful. was his average this year. I think. Three. No, that's career. That's career. That's career. It was better. Uh, 354 was his was the first guy's average. He's up. Okay. Um, but it's like, but no, the next guy is probably like under three thirty. Like it's not. Okay, that was crazy. Okay. Got you. Um, no, that should be a big hand. That should recall who that is. Like I just said. That doesn't help okay. at all. Um. Okay. So the MVPs this year was what Shohei and Ronald Acuna. You're right. 
I would assume that they're meh. So let's say Acuna's up there somewhere, I guess. It doesn't matter. Um, Being out with an injury doesn't matter. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know. He pitches too, so I, I don't know if he's in the top five. But I think I think Acuna's there. Um, okay. I don't know where. I, Jose Altuve had a down year, but he stepped it up at the end. Uh, Springer, don't really know how his season went. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts ain't a bad one. He almost um, won the MVP. Yeah, he almost won the MVP, so he could definitely be up there. Um, oh, Cody Bellinger. I know he had a, like a really underrated good season. He did. Um, oh, uh, Corey Seager. You could go Jonah Heim. I don't know if he went crazy like that, though. Bryce Harper. Mm, he missed a lot of time. I guess it doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't matter. Um, Corbin Carroll. Probably not top five. Kyle Tucker. I mean, the fifth guy is probably like 320. Matt, like, Olson, it's not... Matt Olson hit a lot of home runs, so I don't know if he had a crazy high battering average. But... All right. Let's wrap okay. up. Let's... All right. All right. All right. I'm going to go Ronald Acuna at one. Okay. I'm going to – see, I want to say Wander Franco, too. I want to say Frey Freeman or Mook and Mookie. Right, let's go Ronald Acuna. Uh-huh. Two, Frey Freeman, three. Um, Wander Franco, four. And then Cody Bellinger, five. Okay. We just locked that in. I will lock that in. Okay, well, I don't think do you not remember Wander Franco allegations. No, um, I do, but you said that doesn't matter. I know, I know but like crazy at the beginning of the year. Yeah, okay, he's not on the list. Okay, listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> it could have been worse. Worse, James. This is not a bad outing at all. Um, okay. If I remember the scoring right, on the dot is one. With on the dot would be three. Within one, it would be two, and on the board would be one. Correct. Sure. Oh, dude, yeah, you okay. know who might be in there? Who just came to mind? Yeah. Xander Bogarts, like Christian Yelich, that was two guys. No, okay, no, they they both had down years. Um, okay, okay. Number one, average almost hit four hundred last year. Between four hundred, most one months into the season, Luis Arias was number one. Um, Marlins, right? Yeah, yeah, I do kind of remember him. I do kind of remember. Yeah, I mean, it'll come to mind. Uh. Number two, you put Mookie Betts. Wasn't on the list today, but Ronald Acuna was at number two, giving you two hey. points for that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I knew. Okay. I, that's like the that's the surefire one. I knew that. Was- <laughs> yeah, this was not a bad outing for you. This wasn't a bad outing for you, James. Number three was Freddie Freeman. Oh, three let's there. go! That's my boy. And, I, love, uh, I love Freddie Freeman, dude. He's and so your last, Yeah, and your last two were uh, Yandy Diaz, Corey Seager. So you didn't get those. You almost. You like say Corey Seager too? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you end up with five. So, you know, it's like I feel like you had a crazy. Season. Uh, I didn't look. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I know he had right like now. over 150 hits. It, it. I don't think it was like that. That like he probably hit like 295. I had to guess. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, uh you, you you hit me. All right, so mine's a little bit different. I'm going back to NBA because I really like this idea. Um, it's not really top five. It's the past five years. Okay. Um, so the past five years, I want to give you – give me the last five three-point contest winners, and you've oh, got to tell me dude. when they won. It's just an order. Okay. Yeah, you got to tell no me like last year, 
2022, 2021, 2020, 2019. I literally have no clue. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, thank, I'll follow the three point contest. I mean, Kevin Herter could be in there. Buddy Heald. <laughs> Joe Harris. I shouldn't be able to remember who won this year, but I can't. Because I just don't care. Steph Curry, if, if he did one. Let's put Steph Curry at the very – What was what's the least recent year? 2019. Okay, put him there. Cody Bellinger was sixth, by the way. Mookie Betts oh, was seventh. bro. <laughs> yeah, he hit three. That's wild. It was like a wide margin. Like five was three twenty seven, six was three oh seven. Okay. Yeah. Right. Let me put Buddy Heald twenty twenty one. So you want to go twenty nineteen Curry, twenty twenty one Buddy Heald? Yeah, let me do Kevin Hearder for twenty twenty two. Let me do Joe Harris for twenty twenty. Okay. Twenty twenty three, I mean he was like a really good three point shooter last year. Um Um, hmm. he hit the game winner in the All Star. <laughs> oh, it was Dame, right? I'm not gonna tell you if that's Give me right. Dame 2023. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm, I really don't know who, like, what level of players play at this tournament. So, play in the dunk contest. I want you to give me the list from the most recent to the least recent. Okay. Okay. Um. Then it was what? Uh, who did I say? I said uh, Kevin Herter. Herter. Right okay. now. Did you write it down? I think you said Herter at 2022. I said Buddy Heald 2021. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it. So it was Lillard, Herter, Buddy Heald, Joe Harris. Okay. Final answer. Okay. It's not that. Was it good? Was it bad? Bad. Okay. Oh, you you have some points. You're, you're going to get some points today. Um, I did not. We're going to start out with a bang. You got you got Dame right on the money at okay. 2023 yeah. last year. Maybe maybe I helped you out on that one. Maybe not. Uh, you, I helped you out on Luis Arias. You just didn't take it. Well, yeah, it's not a good hit though. It was a it was a um, really good hit. If you follow the MLB at all <laughs> last year. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, Carter, <laughs> you said at 2022. He has competed uh-huh. in three straight years, has not won it. He's not on this what list. What a bot. What a bot, uh-huh. bro. He never won it. Mm. I do vaguely remember that. 2021, you put Buddy. Um, That's going to get you a point later down the line. It's going to get you two points because he is sitting at 2020. But in 2021, was st- um, okay, so I'll get one there. So you'll get one because you put him at five. At 2020 was Buddy Heald. So okay. You one off there too. So you got. Okay. And then in 2019, it was Joe Harris. Come on. Give me... Those three guys that put in there. Harris was at four. In... What'd you say? Yeah, I mean, it was Joe. I put Joe Harris at four, right? You put him at four. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ahead of you now. Dude, what a freaking performance. I, did, I thought Curry would be so on there. I just didn't know where. Sure, we got the points right, though, all right? I got going to get an eight on this one. I got a three. Three? Eight. Yeah, that's what I got. Um, 
So, I mean, that was a huge performance, huge performance there. I mean, I just pulled that all out of my butt, honestly. I knew Curry would probably be in there. Um, so I just put him last because I had no idea where. I wanted to, I wanted I just, to do contest so bad, but it, I knew it was going to be so much harder. Yeah, I mean, this is I just started pulling out great three-point shooters that might be a little under the radar guys that were, that were competing this, you know. It worked out for me. Uh, Kevin Hurd needs to get himself together. Uh, Real. But, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed Dan. I wouldn't have guessed anyone of that caliber. Because in the p- past years, guys hadn't been competing as much. That's true. Last. The three-point competition is one that they like to compete in. Okay. Well, I'm, that's what I thought would be the case. So, like, yeah. I, I, got, I put a guy like um, Curry last, you know. Okay. So, that was huge. I'm going to be ahead by one. Because um, you got four, I believe, right? I five. So, it'll be five. Yeah, so it'll be 13 to 12. I'll be up. Okay. For the first time in any series on this channel ever. <laughs> I'll be up for the first time in any series ever on this channel. Literally. Is, or not the channel, the podcast. That's cool. Literally. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, before we end this off, we're going to go with a special segment. Um, we got to go a little quick. It's kind of a long one, but we're going to go quick. Um, it's going to be build your own all-star ballot. Okay, Z? Ooh. I know the starters came out. I didn't know that was happening. So we're going to say kind of if we agree and disagree. Say our starters. And we'll say one guard, one forward, and a wild card for both conferences. Okay. Okay. Like forward being like front court, so center too. Um, I'll start you off on the with the West just to give you an idea of who's out there. So in my West, my starters are Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgis Alexander, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic. I think I think the NBA got it right here. I did this before the starters came out, so I believe they got it right. Um, the it was really tough to make these. Um, Reserves, though. I mean, it was really tough. I had three honorable mentions for both sides just because it was so difficult. But uh, my forward is going to be Anthony Davis. Okay. My guard's going to be Devin Booker. Guard's going to be Devin Booker. And my wild card's going to be De'Aaron Fox. I put put him over Curry just because of the team success uh, thing. I'm valuing that a lot. My honorable, honorable mentions are going to be Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Edwards. Huh. Okay, interesting. Um, so you want me to name this like my my starters in the West if I want to change anything? Yeah, your starters in the West, and then there's three reserves. Okay, gotcha. So the starters are Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, um, uh, Bron, Shea, Luca, LeBron. I, I genuinely think they got it perfect. Those are the five best guys in the West. I'll be real. Yeah, I'll, uh, that's, what I people, that's what I said, too. A lot of people are saying Kawhi over. He's averaging 24. Um, he's, I, he's not even in my reserve. He's averaging 24. And that's what I'm going to do right here. I'm going to go with the guard. For... That's my guy. I kind of have to. Uh, he's he's playing amazing right now. He's hot. So I guess he deserves it. Um. My forward will be Kawhi Leonard. I do understand putting Anthony Davis there. He'll make it too. Um, but I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard because of the defensive presence that he brings to his team right now. And then mm-hmm. my yep. wild card, I'm going to go with a different Kings teammate. I'm going to go with Sabonis. Okay. I, right he wasn't really on my radar. He's averaging the most rebounds in the league right now. He's helping out his team. It's really the only reason they're in this situation. Him and De'Aaron are kind of having to carry. 
because uh, Keegan Murray's not playing at his level anymore. But, yes, the bonus would be my wild card in the West. Okay. I mean, most of these guys won't make it anyway. Like, Anthony Edwards, I wanted to put, he'll make it. Um, stuff like that. So, time to move into the East. Okay. I'll say mine first. Um, my okay. first one is going to be Tyrese Halliburton. And my guard, second guard is going to be Donovan Mitchell. My front court is going to be Giannis, Tatum, and Bede. Okay. I think they got four of these right, but Damian Lillard just shouldn't be in the starting lineup. I'm sorry. He's not, he hasn't been prime Dame. He hasn't been the Dame we're used to seeing. So, it's just popularity contest at this Right? And so, that just really makes me mad. Just because, like, Dame doesn't deserve it. It's either going to be Donovan Mitchell or Jalen Brunson in that spot. Right? Yeah. That's why I have Jalen Brunson as my, as my guard. Um. Julius Randle, his teammate, as my forward. And then Tyrese Maxey is going to be my wild card. With my honorable mentions being Dan, Trey Young, and Paolo. Mm, okay. Okay. Don't hate it at all. Um, okay, so the starters are Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, Dame, Tyrese. Um, yeah. The Dame one is wrong. I'll agree with you. I don't think Dame should be here. I think fans love Dame, and I understand that. I love Dame, too. He shouldn't be here. Tyrese Halliburton is the most deserving guy on this list, for sure. Uh, but I'd, I'd personally trade out Dame with Jalen Brunson um, over okay. Donovan Mitchell because I think Jalen Brunson just, like I said earlier, the mindset he's bringing to New York Knicks basketball right now is amazing. Um, he's like an all-star starter. We put Andrew Wiggins in the all-star game starting two years ago. I don't think we can get much worse. Let's go with Jalen. My guard in the West, I'll go. This is going to – okay. You know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to go Donovan Mitchell as my guard, obviously. Good. I think those two That's... guys are, are interchangeable. Yeah, um, I agree. I completely I'm... agree. Guard, and then – I'm actually going to go with Paolo Bancaro. And okay. here is because he's the only reason the Magic are even in the playoffs right now. Him and Franz are having to carry that team. He's a he's so fun to watch. He's my forward reserve off the bench. And then my wild card, who I, I honestly wanted to put over Donovan. So much. And he's actually putting his team in a scenario with nothing around him in a playing spot right now. It's Trey Young. He got snubbed from the All Star game last year. He's keeping his head above the water. He's keeping his team above the water. Uh, so Trey Young, my wild card. Going to the Franz Wagner and Julius Randle, two guys who I think should also make it. Yeah, yeah, they'll all make it. Of course, I would. I, I completely agree with you. Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, they're interchangeable for me. You put either, either one of those starting, I'm not mad. But putting Dame starting, I am mad. Um, or anyone else, for that matter. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I disagree a little more strongly with the Palo pick, but I can see it. I can see it. That's why he was an honorable mention for me. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a good segment. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I like it. All right. Uh, your turn next week for the special segment. Um. Or not next week, two weeks from now. We won't have a episode next week. Um, but thank you. Thank you all for watching or listening. Sorry. Thank you all for listening. Um, you know, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep. See y'all. Peace. All right. Peace.